0: In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Part of growing up is having skin knees, skin elbows, maybe a skin forehead. As parents, we all have to accept that your child at some time will have strawberries on their knees, on their elbows, on their shoulders, and anywhere else skin comes into contact with concrete. Now, if that was not hard enough, Helping your child just through that painful moment. You also have to help your child through healing. I think many parents know that when that wound starts to scab over, that scab becomes fascinating for children, doesn't it? Sometimes I think band-aids were created just simply to keep from keeping kids from picking at their scabs rather than actually helping in the healing process. Well, when I was a kid, my parents often said, leave it alone, or you'll make it worse. It all makes sense though, right? Why revisit the wound and make it bleed more? But there is something in us that can't stop us from picking at it. And this is not just for physical wounds either. Wounds of the soul your psychological and emotional wounds that you might have suffered, that you keep going back to in order to pick at it. Now, Jesus does something strange today. He does not follow the typical advice regarding wounds. Leave it alone or you'll make it worse. Rather than leaving his wounds alone, Jesus actually shows them off and then has other people pick on them. And rather than making things worse, it makes things better. Jesus, as he shows his resurrected bodies to to his disciples, shows off the fact that his wounds still exist in his hands and in his side. Now I think we have the tendency to imagine that Jesus actually has scars, but holes are not scars. They are wounds. I've visited many people in the hospital with wounds, and everyone who has a hole in them actually has a doctor specifically for that wound. To make sure that wound closes up and they leave it alone. But Jesus today actually has Thomas touch his wound. In fact, in the King James Version, in verse 27, in our translation, we heard, Place your hand in my side. But in the King James Version, it actually says, Thrust your hand into my side. That's right. Thomas's non-sanitized hands are going inside Jesus' wounds. And accordingly, this should not make things better. But it does. Did you catch that in the Gospel reading? On Jesus' first visit, when he visits the disciples without Thomas, he shows up and says, Peace be with you. And then he shows his hands and his side And what happened to the disciples? They were glad. Things got better. Then on the second visit, when Thomas is present, Jesus says, peace be with you, and then turns to Thomas and says, put your finger in my hole in my hand and thrust your hand into my side. And then Thomas says, my Lord, and my God, things got better. Now as you leave today, I encourage everybody to take a moment and look at the TVs in the commons, because you will see a painting of the gospel reading. The painting is by Michelangelo Caravaggio, or most people just know him as Caravaggio. And it really demonstrates the dramatic action of the gospel reading. While many of us believe that a painting is sort of like a snapshot, this painting that you will see has movement, and it's dramatic, and very realistic. In this painting, what looks simply like a finger going into the side of Jesus is actually just the beginning of Thomas's hand going all the way in. Which, of course, begs the question, why does Thomas' hand need to go inside Jesus? Well, Jesus is helping Thomas experience the very thing that Thomas needs. And that's Jesus' heart. See, it's in the heart of Jesus that Thomas' eyes are open, because in the heart of Jesus... That is the place that Thomas experiences Jesus' love for him. Martin Luther says about this passage and the showing of Jesus' side is nothing but the showing of his heart, in order that we may see how kind, loving, and fatherlike his mind is toward us. As Jesus Opens his side to Thomas, Jesus is opening his heart so that his love is poured out upon Thomas. So that Thomas's pain from what has happened, his shame from his abandoning Jesus, his fear of what will happen in the future, in a word, his sins are washed away by the love that's poured out on him through Jesus' heart. Thus, by going through the wounds of Jesus, Thomas' own wounds are healed. Because, as the prophet Isaiah says, by his wounds we are healed. You see, Jesus' wounds are very different from our wounds. Because in the resurrection, even wounds can be redeemed for our healing and our salvation. Jesus' wounds don't remind Jesus of all the hurt that he suffered because of our sin. Rather, they remind him of how much he loves us. And even more than that, because of that love, When we touch the wounds of Jesus, we are not reminded of our sins that caused those wounds. But we are reminded of the extent and the distances that Jesus will go for us. Wounds do tell a story, though, don't they? Scraped knees tell of recklessness, scarred wrists, tell of despair, and scarred souls tell of misery. But even those wounds can be taken up into Jesus' wounds and be transformed into a part of the resurrection story, just like Thomas today. How, though? How does that happen? It's by the very means of what Jesus gave out today in the Gospel reading the forgiveness of sins. As Jesus has forgiven you all your sins, he takes your own wounds and brings them into his so that you would experience the heart of Jesus, the very place of love. Anything less than entering into Jesus' wounds, touching his heart, and experiencing love, his love will not do for you today. Because it is there in God's love, just like Thomas, that we see Jesus as our Lord and our God, and that we see our own life in the light of the resurrection. The place today where you can actually touch the heart of Jesus is in his flesh, which for you today is at the altar where you touch the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Your sin is forgiven there, your wounds are taken up into his wounds there, and his resurrection life is given to you to live today. Now this will be something that will take practice, some getting used to because we do have that tendency to pick at our wounds rather than actually touch Jesus's. But through his love and through his forgiveness, he today will lead us along a way that turns all things into something new. Even your wounds today can be a sign of God's love for you.